What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the God Sisters Podcast. A.K.A. the GSP. Yes, we are back with another episode. And today, we just want to say, don't play yourself, okay? So, we just want to talk about, really quickly, how um, basically the Lord just snatched us up. Like, straight snatched us up. We didn't really have a choice. It's like, we had a choice. But once we already got to that point, it was already our desires. And there was no turning back for us, okay? So, um, we seen what the Lord had done in our lives and the people around us. But yet, you know, today we see so many women that are basically working in vain. And when I say working in vain, they are living their lives for the themselves. They are living them lives to um, fulfill their own desires and the things that they see fit. And when we do that, it is all in vain. And so we popping on the gram, you know what I'm saying? We got this bomb career or we're entrepreneurs or, um, or whatever the case may be, it's just basically you're working in vain. You're doing all these things um, in vain if it is not bringing glory to the Lord, if it is not what the Lord told you to do, or you're not walking in your specific calling, your specific purpose, then what is it for? The Bible says that, you know, it's to be lukewarm is irrelevant. God can't use anyone that's lukewarm. He wants people to be on fire and that's sold out for him and that's willing to do what it is necessary because he says obedience is greater than sacrifices. He's looking for people that are going to be obedient, for people that are going to be sold out, for people that are going to be willing to tell the world no, to not look like society and to do whatever the Lord is calling them to do. So Hunter, what do you think about that? Like, I'm sure you see the same things that I see on a day-to-day basis on social media, you know, it can be like really disheartening because you see a lot of women like they, they, people are constantly saying, I'm living my best life. I'm living my best life, but it's not really your best life it in with Christ. Um, I think we often hear the phrase, you only live once, and that's not true if you're a believer. But you only die once, too. <laughs> Jonathan Trailer. <laughs> yeah. That's not true if you're a believer. After this life, there is an eternal life if you're saved, if you confess with your mouth or believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that he died for your sins and rose on the third day. You will live in eternity with him. And so we don't have just this life to think about. We have the next one to think about because in that life, there is glory, there is abundance, there is things that we have never seen, eyes can have seen, ears have not heard, all the things that God has planned for us. And we don't think about our future because it's actually a future in our next um, life after this. So are you going to spend that in eternal damnation? Or are you going to spend that in eternity with the father? Hell was not a place made for us. And so we should stop living as we are walking dead, as if we have no purpose. Everyone who is on this earth has a destiny. Everyone who's on this earth was created with intention and was created um, for a very specific assignment. And just like we create things, like we create cars with purpose, we create uh, watches with purpose, we create movies with purpose. We want to produce something out of it. We want fruit to come forth from it. And when God created you, he wanted fruit to come forth from it. He wanted to get fruit and recognition for your life. He wanted you to multiply the things that he placed on the inside of you. And we need not to forget that our lives are not our own. Once we say yes to God, once we commit to Christ, our lives are no longer ours. And it doesn't mean that you can't have fun. It doesn't mean that you can't um, live your best life. I'm living my best life and I'm in Christ. And that does not mean I'm 
I'm going out every weekend. It means my father has me. It means that I get to live without the fear of failing because where I am weak, he is strong. And I get to live in the grace and abundance and in the um, fruits and investments that he's already placed in, in heaven for me. Yeah, so I totally understand. Like so many people feel like they have forever, but really this life is so, so, so small. I remember I watched an analogy on YouTube and you probably seen it too, where this guy had pulled out this long rope on stage. And basically what happened was this rope was like 10 feet long and he showed basically that, okay, so basically the rope represented eternity. The rope was all white, but he took a little portion of it, about six inches of the rope and he painted it red. And he said, this is our lifespan. Our lifespan is about six inches long compared to 10 feet long of eternity, which obviously 10 feet is nothing. It does not really even equate to eternity. It's just an analogy, but it shows how long eternity really is and how short this lifetime really is. And so, so many times we toil for this world. Basically, we work for this world. We try to become a boss. You know, we always hear people saying, um, I created the life I love or I made myself and boss. Uh, I made myself a boss and things like that. But I can't say stuff like that because I didn't make myself a boss. I didn't create the life that I love. In reality, yes, I chose Christ, but at first he chose me. He had to choose me first in order for me to make that decision to walk with him. So um, I just want to say that we really don't have that much time. And we see, I feel like so many distractions on social media where women are quote unquote living their best lives. They look super like, don't get me wrong, a lot of them look really, really cute. You know what I'm saying? And they, they're caught up in the glitz and the glamours of life, but this life is so short. And it's like, you getting dressed, you getting dolled up, you you posing for the gram, you doing all of this for the gram, you doing all of this so that you can become known and popular. You're doing all of this so that you can be the, the best entrepreneur, or have the best business, the most successful business or whatever it is. But it's like, if it's not for the Lord, it's all in vain. There was a scripture that Hunter mentioned earlier um, in Matthew about people building their um, foundations. And basically, we're going to turn there really quickly so that we can also read it with you. So we're going to start from uh, Matthew chapter seven, verse 19. It says, every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hung down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits, ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? In thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work in iniquity. And then it goes on to talk about um, the rock and foundations and what you're building your life off of or your works off of. In verse 24 says, therefore, whosoever hear these sayings of mine doeth them, I will liken them unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And remember, Jesus is the rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that hear of these things 
These sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Yeah, so I asked you today, what is your house built upon? Is it built upon the sturdy rock? Is it built upon Jesus? Or is it built upon the sand? Are you going to be the person that the Lord says to you, well done, my good and faithful servant? Or is he going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I do not know you. Because let's be honest, it's so many people out here that feels or 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 has the ideology of um, uh, really it's a myth that believing as a Christian is just enough. Like you can just believe like, okay I believe but they don't even know Christ in their hearts they never got to know him they never were transformed the Bible says that no man can enter to the kingdom of God unless they've been reborn if you have not been reborn how can you walk in newness of life so again are you building your house upon the sand or are you building your house upon the rock in which that rock is Christ and he when the Bible says that your identity is hidden in Christ so when you're in the world your identity is not you don't even you're not even walking in your full identity. You don't even know who you are because it has not been revealed to you yet. It can only be revealed through the power of the Holy Spirit. So when you come into Christ and you become a new creature and he's giving you your identity, you now have the ability to walk in your purpose. You now have the ability to, to build your house upon a rock and not upon the sand. Because when you're in the world, you're going to be building your, your house on the sand. You're going to be building your foundation on the sand. And so when the trials come, when the storms come, when hard times come is gonna fall because you don't have the power of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you to pray that thing through you don't have Jesus on your side to pray that thing through and to declare it and to have faith because you've been having faith in yourself and you've been doing things on your own strength so now all of a sudden that hard times came what you gonna run, run to God and say Lord please help my business Lord please help my life or whatever it is it's like yes God can extend grace and God will extend grace but the point of the matter is is that we want to make sure we are living our lives according to the word of God and we are living our lives for Jesus so that he may get the glory and that we're not working in vain and that we won't be the people that God says I don't even know you I don't even know you like yeah okay you believe in me but you never got to know me you never lived your life for me you lived your whole life doing what you want to do you lived your whole life building that that career that that you wanted to be a singer or a rapper you wanted to be a poet you wanted to be a model you know you did all of those things in vain because you never asked me what was my opinion you never asked me what did I have for you or the gift did I have any gifts for you you never considered the things that I wanted to give you the things I wanted you to do so do you or are you, you know, working in vain? Are you living in vain? Are you living your life as unto the Lord? Absolutely. And I also want to um, just chime in and tell you that it's not too late to turn it around because Romans 8.28 also states that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So if you submit your life to Christ, if you decide, okay, I want to now walk after the spirit, not after the flesh, not the things of this world and the things that I want to do to fulfill myself, then God will turn that thing around to use it for his kingdom. He will use those tools yes. that you have in order to advance his assignment 
And so, for example, um, while in school, I was just going kind of through the motions and getting my degree in industrial design at U of I when I was in my undergrad program. I didn't quite understand how God was going to use it yet, but I was just thinking like how much money I was going to make coming out of college and trying to figure out, okay, what's the next big invention that I want to create so that I could retire at the age of 25. Hello, I'm 25 now. So we know that didn't happen, but um, just trying to understand like, okay, what it is I'm supposed to be doing. But I was thinking about myself, but now God has flipped that thing around where I know I'm using that degree in order to advance the kingdom of God. I'm going to use my industrial design um, BFA in order to advance the kingdom of God. I'm going to use now my master's to advance the kingdom of God or the work that I'm doing now. So my career is not now in vain because I'm using it for the glory of God. So you have an opportunity. God has not come back yet and his yeah. work still needs to be done. Yeah. So you have the opportunity to turn that thing around. I wish I would have gotten it sooner. Mm-hmm. I wish that I would have known maybe at the very beginning of my college years that, okay, I'm gonna, I'm doing this degree for the advancement of the kingdom. I'm doing this degree because God needs to get the glory from my life. So I probably would have taken it a lot more seriously because it was going towards him and not towards myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm glad that I did it blindly. I like my story is different now. I, I'm looking back in hindsight, understanding that, okay, all that I've done in vain is now being used for his glory. He will turn um, your story for his glory so that he can get other people to see what it is that he's doing in your life. So don't be discouraged. Don't be um, ashamed of all the things you've done if you're submitting it to him. So submit it to him. Um, Understand that he can do all things through you if you give it over to him. If you allow him to be your strength when you are weak. If you allow him to take on your story and what it is that he is calling you to do, you still have the opportunity to live for Christ even through all of that, through the tests and trials, through trying to understand where you may be in life, you may be saying, I don't know what God is calling me to do. I don't know um, if I'm walking after my flesh and not after the spirit, but you can definitely try by this word. You can spend more time alone and he will begin to reveal those dirty areas and those great areas of your life that he wants to start cleaning up on the inside of you. You may not see it right away, how you can use you doing hair for him, how you can use your um, doing makeup up for him or how you can use you may be the best toilet cleaner ever and he may want you to end up in a place where you have to minister to someone have you have to minister to someone walking down the hallway in the bathroom do what he has called you to do within the strength that you know how to do but always give him glory if you start to give yourself glory it's no longer being done for him and that's where lucifer messed up he was over worship in heaven and he saw god getting glory he was the one ushering in worship and then he thought to himself hmm this glory feels a little good i i really wish that i got some of that glory and that's when we start to mess up when we start no, getting big-headed when we don't close our ears we start to try to take god's glory and steal it for ourselves so um just be sure that you are laboring, not under the sun, but laboring under the sun, laboring under what it is that he's called you to do, laboring under his voice and his commands and being obedient to him and that sacrificing it so that you can save a little bit for yourself. Amen. Yeah. And just like Hunter said, you know, when Lucifer decided to go against God, you know what he did? 
He played himself. <laughs> so don't play yourself. Don't okay. Play yourself. Not saying you're going to go against God, but ultimately when you are doing things that's in your will and you are living your, what you think is your quote unquote best life, you're playing yourself because really your best life ain't your best life unless it's in Christ. As I said before, because Christ is the one that can reveal your purpose. Christ is the one that put the gifts inside of you and he knows best how to utilize them and how to manage maximize them. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, just as Hunter said, don't do your work in laboring under the sun in vain. When you need to be under the sun, Mm -hmm. the S-O-N sun, you know, allowing him to pour into you and show you what it is that he wants you to do and how he wants you to go forward because it's so, so, so important. And I have a similar testimony with Hunter. Like before I got saved, I wasn't, I, I just, I was just getting a degree just to get it. I was indecisive when I picked my major. And so when I got saved, God was able to turn that thing around and use it for my good. He was able to get me an internship and then he was able to get me a job because of that internship and then that job that part-time job he was able to use to give me a full-time job because of me allowing him to use my story for his glory and so that's basically all we're saying is allow Christ to use your story for his glory allow Christ to utilize the gifts and the talents that he put on the inside of you for this world and don't play yourself don't think that you out here living your best life because you looking fly on the ground because you have everything you need quote unquote what you think you need or everything that you want you know, you may have the best clothes. You may have the best car in your garage. You may have the penthouse or the condo looking over the lake. But it's, if it's not with Christ, if he didn't do that for you, if he didn't get that for you, if, if he's not able to, to be glorified through that and through you, then it's all in vain, period. Mm -hmm. Don't play yourself. Because we live in our best lives <laughs> in Christ. We're living our best lives. Like, we may not always have it together. We may not always have what we want. We may have some times where we struggle. But as long as we have Jesus, we have all that we need. And we know, we know that we're going to make it on top. Because the Bible says we are more than overcomers. We are victorious. Greater is he that is in me than he who is in the world. When I was in the world, I couldn't turn to Christ and pray. And, and get on my knees and say, uh, deliver this demon off my back. Please get this demon off my black please help me out of these problems I wasn't able to do those things because I didn't know to but now that I'm in Christ I'm able to do those things I'm able to rebuke things I'm able to declare things and see them come to pass I'm able to call things forth and so mm -hmm. with that being said we are living our best lives 2019 2020 2021 2022 <laughs> so on and so forth hop on this train don't miss this wave we ain't trying to get played okay <laughs> we trying to live on the christ wave hey <laughs> don't play yourself <laughs> <laughs> hashtag don't play yourself all right love you ladies thank you for joining us and we will be back next week so make sure that if you're not already following us on instagram at official gossipers follow us comment on our latest post uh, comment on our latest post and let us know what you think about this episode of not playing yourself have you ever played yourself 
Are you playing yourself? Come on, let's keep it real. And how can we help you? You know, how can we lead you out of that? What advice can we give you? How can we hold you accountable? And there's many other women on our page as well that, you know, can hold you accountable too. So it's all about sisterhood. It's all about working this thing out together and knowing that you're never alone and you never have to do it alone because we're here for you and we're your God sisters. Amen, y'all. All right. So we hope you got something from this. We'll see you next week on the GSP. Bye. Bye.